this segment that we call Happy Facts, we bring in two folks who write for our magazine. Let's introduce you to our panelists that will be joining us each and every week to share our happy facts. First, section editor Chris Libby from right here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Libby, welcome to the program. Hello. And our second panelist is from Nashville. Well, she's not from Nashville, Tennessee, but she's in Nashville, Tennessee. Paula Phelps. Paula, welcome to the show. Greetings. And what we're going to do is we're going to take our three favorite positive psychology facts that we found from the last week, share them with you, and discuss them. And in no particular order, let's get started with Paula's fact. Paula, what's your fact this week? Well, you're going to love this one. Um, Break out the broccoli because eating your vegetables makes you happy. I think President George H.W. Bush would would probably uh, contend that that is not the case. But what's, uh, what's the science behind that? Well, there was a new study that came out of the University of New Hampshire and just was published in the Journal of Happiness Studies. And they actually looked at how fruit and vegetable intake would uh, affect your psychological well-being and found that people, they studied students and whose students aren't always known for having the best diets. But they took into account even uh, other variables, like if they had a lot of sugar, had a lot of caffeine, had all these other things. Had a lot of sodium from their cup of noodles. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that ramen. Yeah. Um, and they even accounting for that, the people who, the students who ate higher servings of fruits and vegetables scored greater well-being. Interesting. Now, it, was it, is it because that there's something in the food, like a chemical in these vegetables that is reacting in our brains? Or what's the, what's the reason for that? Well, that's part of it, uh, because there are a lot of phytonutrients that uh, affect our neural activity. The conclusion of this study is they really need to look at what do these different elements do to us? How do fruits and vegetables affect us psychologically over a longer period of time? And how can we use that to improve our well-being? Maybe it's because, like, you're thinking, oh, I'm eating vegetables. I'm healthier. And being See, healthy actually, makes me talk happy. about that, the positive affect of thinking, hey, I'm doing something for myself. I must be doing better. I'm feeling better. That makes me happy, too. It's a placebo effect, Libby. That's all it is. <laughs> well, I mean, changing. So go ahead and Changing the way kids feel about it, I think, is very important, especially in schools. Because when I was going to uh, school, junk food was readily available. Oh, yeah. People got it all the time. Uh, But I think if you change the culture and the mindset, you'll see a lot of behavioral changes as well. One thing that I did find interesting about this is that there, like, uh, there's a limit to this. There's only so many portions per day of these things that give you this boost, according to a study that was done in Britain, seven portions of day, which just so happens to line up with that old school food pyramid that uh, <laughs> most of us over 30 grew up with. Three to six servings of each, and that'll not only make your bones strong and your eyesight good, but it'll make you happier. Well, that's interesting because uh, Dr. Daniel Amen, he really advocates more servings of vegetables. So I would be interested to see how that all pans out with the, the current studies going on with it. And I'm right there with Dr. Amen, so long as they're all sautéed in butter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to our second fact, and that is my fact this week, which is that if you do not stop to literally smell the roses, the fate of humanity could be adversely affected. I'm telling you to stop and smell flowers, and I know that your wife, Libby, is very excited about this idea. Um, It's a study that was done by the University of Florida, and they found that there are many positive aspects to 
having flowers. They did a study basically where they gave people flowers or a pen at an elevator and kind of measured their <laughs> reactions to it. And people who got flowers were obviously happier. Then they went deeper. Was it just because it was a nicer gift? Well, no, it turns out that smelling a flower br brings in chemicals from that flower into our brain and makes us happier. I mean, bees must be the happiest, the happiest <laughs> organism on earth, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the backup there, guys. I really appreciate that. Oh, no, it makes sense. It makes We're sense. just trying to process all this. Yeah. The, out of our senses, they say that the sense of smell is probably one of your stronger, stronger senses. And it definitely can trigger happy memories for you. Like, you know, if there's something that smells like grandma's cooking or something, maybe that brings you happy memories of being back at, at grandma's house. I don't know. But there are all kinds of things like lavender that, that is supposed to be really soothing um, mm -hmm. and, you know, different types of uh, fragrances that are, that are supposed to alter the way your mood, alter your mood. Well, it says what it does is it makes us more likely to be altruistic and social. And we talked about the benefits of that a lot on our podcast, which is available on iTunes. We've talked a lot about that on the podcast, where if you are in a social situation, if you surround yourself with a good social network of friends and people, that you're going to be happier. And for whatever reason, the chemicals that come from flowers or the joy of receiving flowers makes you more likely to do that and makes you more likely to want to uh shall we say make more humans oh. so yeah, that's there is, yeah. there is a study like neurologically the scent of flowers does hit the part of the brain that's associated with happiness and intimacy so yeah you're happy you're feeling like being intimate so man maybe giving flowers isn't such a bad idea guys <laughs> there you go we Just are doing saying. we are doing yeoman's work for the local florists <laughs> how can you be sad frolicking in a field of flowers that's true. It's funny. We we were just recently, my wife and I were recently in San Francisco, and I said, there is something about this city, something about this area. There's a smell to it, and it makes me feel happy. And then she said, well, you know, where we are in California. I said, no, 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 it's not that. And then I realized what it was when we came back because we had flowers in the office. San Francisco has a consistently floral smell. And I don't know if there's a flower that grows there naturally or if someone's walking around with a can of Glade. I don't know. But you look at the well-being index in San Francisco and the Bay Area is consistently rated high. I wonder if so there's a correlation. that's real San Francisco treat? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our third and final fact. And that fact comes to us from Chris Libby. A good night's sleep can make you feel as good as a lottery winner. Really? Yes. Now, are we talking just like, like I'm going to be, if I get nine hours, I'm going to feel like I won the big mega millions. If I get like <laughs> four hours, I'm going to win a scratch off. Like, is there degrees of this thing or what? There, Yeah, there are. Quality sleep, not necessarily quantity, but good quality sleep um, over time will improve your health and well-being. And they've, uh, they kind of equated it to the feeling of winning about 200,000 well, this is in the United Kingdom, so pounds. 200,000 pounds, which is yeah. what? It's, it's, that's roughly... Just kidding. No. Um, no, I have no idea. But still... I would take 200,000 pounds right now. Yeah, the important thing is good sleep makes you feel better. And uh, it's also a cheap, effective health strategy as well. I've heard this before, and stop me if this is stupid, but um, going to, I've heard going to sleep is like uh, doing a reset and update on a computer. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. is that why this is that it gives us a chance for our memories to form and all that kind of stuff? Or yeah, all of that? It's a reboot, just like you said. Um, we need to to reset our energy. We need to we need the rest. Um, 
like I said, it's not necessarily the amount of hours. Like if you get too much, that's probably not great. If you get too little, obviously that's not great. But it's got to be that good quality sleep. Absolutely. That you're getting over time. And this seems to this stands to reason, right? Because like if Paula comes in and she's only had uh, three hours of sleep the night before, you don't want me in there. Yeah, we're probably not going to get happy Paula. <laughs> well, that's it. Does it? It absolutely affects the amygdala, which is which does your emotional processing, and so that's why people get mad when they haven't had enough sleep because it's just not functioning properly. And likewise, in the hippocampus, that slows down. That's where we store our memories. That's why we get that I that brain fog and I don't know what you just told me to do and and it it turns you into basically a mess yeah, yeah and that's what I've heard that, that that going to sleep actually helps your memory issues and it could stave off and I can't remember the name of the protein or the enzyme that forms in your brain but it leads to dementia like if you don't get enough sleep that has a tendency to form uh, on your brain and uh, it, it can cause serious problems later in life yeah and when you string those Let's say you're getting bad sleep and you string those consecutively one after another. You can see how it can just really wear you down, especially in the well-being department. I know I'm notoriously notoriously uh, a night owl and I don't get enough sleep like I should. Right. Uh, but every time I do, uh, I wake up the next day and I'm like, I feel like a million bucks. So uh, <laughs> literally now. <laughs> and I always wonder, why don't I do this more often? But it's it's very important. Absolutely. Well, now, guys, I don't know if we want to take a nap during the break or if we head out and buy some scratch offs. Mm-hmm. 